You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's time to talk about the Green Bay Packers. This is your Packers Update, the Daily Cheese, brought to you by Packernet.com and powered by Overtime Media. The Daily Cheese is a collaboration with the Packernet Podcast, hosted by Ryan Schlipp, the Pack Daddy. And I'm your host, J.J. Leahy. With training camp in full swing and the regular football season about to start, if you want to keep up with all the latest news as it happens, as well as get my opinion and a little bit of a breakdown of Packers news, the best place to do that is going to be over at Twitter. Follow me at JJ Leahy. That's spelled L-A-H-E-Y. I don't hold back there at all. Whereas on this podcast, I'm just going to report the facts exactly as they happen. On Twitter, I'll do a deeper dive into what things might mean, try to make some predictions, as well as answer any questions you might have. Also, if you like what I do here on The Daily Cheese, and you want to help me grow my audience, wherever you listen, be it on my feed or on the Packernet podcast, I would greatly appreciate it if you'd head over to iTunes or Stitcher, search Daily Cheese, and leave me a five-star rating and review. We are one week into Packers training camp right now, and it's too early to be making any predictions about the depth chart or the 53-man roster. Although Robert Tanyan, Kamal Martin, Jonathan Garvin, and Tim Boyle have really been catching the attention of onlookers. Defensive coordinator Mike Pettin singled out Jonathan Garvin alongside Rashawn Gary and said the two guys are, quote, going to have a big role in what we're doing. That's to be expected for Rashawn Gary, but it came as a bit of a surprise when the same comment was made about Jonathan Garvin. Matt LaFleur was asked about Kamal Martin. Well, the first thing that jumps out is he is a long, athletic guy, and 
he's very intelligent. I think he, he works hard at it. And it's just, it's going to come down to, you know, getting those reps and feeling comfortable in there and knowing what to do so he can go showcase that athleticism on Sundays. At one of the hottest positions, wide receiver, Equinemia St. Brown has looked good, and Marquez Valdez-Scantling stacked two good practices in a row, something he desperately needed to do. Matt LaFleur was asked about Equinemius and the wide receivers in his post-practice interview. Well, EQ is extremely intelligent. Unfortunately, you know, missing a, a whole season, you know, you don't get those reps. So it's just more or less getting him out there, getting him comfortable with not only the play calls, but the routes, and just working them back into it. But, I, you know, I got a lot of confidence in not only his ability, but his mind, and I know he's working hard at it each and every day. It's just going out there, consistently doing their job, and, and you know, learning the details of how you run certain routes versus different coverages, because there, there are, depending on how teams play us, I mean, there are adjustments that can be made to routes, and um, did a great job last year in the run game, and that's going to be a, a major emphasis again. It's not just you know, on the passing plays, it, it's, it is whether you're the main target um, on a play or, or you're a guy that has a route to, to clear it out for somebody else, to be the, that assist man and that unselfishness that we look for from that group. And, and I think a lot of times the receiving core brings a mentality to an offense when they're out there digging out safeties and um, being physical, whether it's with safety shoot. We had some guys last year that were blocking uh, linebackers and outside backers. So uh, just that mentality can, can really change the complexion of an offense. The Packers are continuing to work out additional free agent wide receivers, but there's no big names right now. Since cutting Travis Fulgham, formerly of the Detroit Lions, they've worked out former Wisconsin wide receiver A.J. Taylor and former Iowa State receiver LaMichael Petway both of whom went undrafted. It's not just the receivers that are starting to look better. Aaron Rodgers is starting to look more comfortable as well. Even though he's a veteran guy, does it just take a while for a quarterback to get going? Yeah, I know. I thought he was extremely sharp. And, you know, I, I also think that the guys around him were a lot better today, too. And a lot of times that plays a big role in, in how quarterbacks perform. Last year, the Packers' offense seemed to hit some speed bumps when Rodgers was failing to connect with wide-open receivers across the middle, seemingly not even seeing them. Of note, the Packers are practicing this with all the quarterbacks. Today, Sunday, the Packers again held a practice. However, in Green Bay and across the league, teams were facing adversity. The Packers had several, possibly as many as nine, false positive COVID-19 tests today among players and staff. Now, they were not the only team in the league facing this problem. Buffalo, Cleveland, and Minnesota were also hit hard with a number of false positive tests. The NFL quickly put out a statement confirming that all of the false positives seem to have come from the same laboratory in New Jersey, which would indicate there's probably a contaminant at the lab. However, due to new protocols, as a cautionary move, individuals who test positive are required to clear new protocols in order to return to the field. It's unclear right now how the Packers were affected, but the Browns canceled all their activities for the day, and Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen was held out of practice. Matt LaFleur also spoke of another kind of adversity. They faced significant heat today in training camp. And on top of that, practice went long. LaFleur spoke of the importance of persevering and pushing through adversity together. One final note, the Baltimore Ravens released safety Earl Thomas today. He had an altercation with a teammate two days ago that led to a fight. Before you rush to social media, the Packers are highly unlikely to have any interest in Thomas. They have a high degree of confidence in their entire defensive backs room. Additionally, looking at Earl Thomas's play last year and the personality issues that led to him being dismissed from Baltimore, nothing about this feels like a move that the Packers would have any interest in. 
That does it for today. For more in-depth analysis and a look at Packers strategy, make sure you're subscribed to the Packernet Podcast, hosted by the Pack Daddy, Ryan Schlipp. Keep up on all the Green Bay Packers news by going to packernet.com and follow the Packernet Podcast on Facebook. My name is JJ Leahy, and this has been the Daily Cheese, your Green Bay Packers news update.